Yes. So. No. Coming out of the weekend, we got a oh, spring water. Uh-oh. Stay hydrated. That is right. You know what's funny? I actually was talking to someone this weekend about um, water. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me, they were like, yeah, essentially, I mean, if you want to make coffee, you know, you don't, you want to watch what type of water you're using. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. How have I never thought of this? Like I've thought about it like myself, right? Uh-huh. But I don't take it into practice. Like I'm like, it's coffee's coffee, bro. Water's water, you know? But yeah. But and then look- he was like, trust me, put spring water instead of the mineral water, like the Kirkland or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me, what do you like better? What comes out better? And I was, it was very hard to tell at first, okay? But as the coffee sat, you can tell that the spring water was much better. In what way? In a way where it feels like it's all mixed in perfectly. Hmm. There's no water and coffee taste. And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. When that like that old, nasty, crappy coffee fee- like taste. Like a really old machine. I don't know if I have an ex- enough experience with coffee to, to know the difference. Yeah, but, but like water. D- Dude, the Sprite story we had with you at the restaurant. Oh, where that, we ordered yeah. four sprites. And they were all watered. What, what, they were all watered that? down. That was, um, I think it was Lucille. No, it wasn't Lucille's. What was it? No, it was like a, it was a. Hibachi? Or no. I want to say Shiba, but that's. <laughs> fucking, that's crypto. It was some like Japanese inspired Shabu, KBBQ bro. style Shabu. place. Shabu. <laughs> Shiba. Shiba okay. coin. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, it was one of my days where I just did not really care about having yeah. the occasional soda. Um, but I ordered a Sprite. Yeah. Because I just, I just had the it craving was, it for was a, it. It was whose birthday? It was one of our boys' birthday. Yeah. And I, so the first one comes out, <laughs> take a sip. I realize this is basically seltzer water. And it's funny because I'm laughing. By the way, I'm sitting across from him, <laughs> like diagonally, and I'm just seeing him order all these. Yeah. And the thing is, Zay doesn't order soda. <laughs> yeah. So if this is happening, that means he's really had an internal battle. Bro. And he's like, you know what? We're out. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Screw it. I order, <laughs> I order the second one, comes out, same thing, seltzer water. Another guy comes, different guy, yeah. gives me a third one, mm-hmm. seltzer water. <laughs> on the fourth try, it was like, finally, Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> and you didn't even enjoy it. You, you were like, why did I do this? I enjoyed it, but yeah. I just ate way too much for the occasion. <laughs> just like, that is funny. Fuck this. Yeah. I love moments like that, honestly. But going back to your point, it makes sense because coffee is mostly water. Yes, but I'm talking about, I think, the interaction between uh, the minerals. The way it all blends. The the way it all blends, the way it extracts coffee, Hmm. if anything. Yeah, just thought it was interesting. Did you actually- Pull that spring water, huh? Did you actually just run like like an A-B test? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We ran a cup of coffee. Okay, here's the thing. When I invite someone over- I expect us to do anything, mm-hmm. right? We can have a conversation and that conversation will lead to actually doing something with our hands. Yeah. Right. So let me show you why you want to go against the green on the wood. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like <laughs> things like that. Like, and that's kind of how the day was. We just walked around the house and just did things and showed each other things and talked and had conversations and drank yeah. coffee and ate steaks and had a good time. Smoked cigars. and Yeah. You know, dude, love me a good Barbie. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> love me. We both referenced the gentleman at the same time. And this just is why. Gentleman stuff. 
And this is why we started the podcast to begin with. It's because the energy is just Mm. non-comparable to anything. Yeah. And then also it applies to like, not just coffee, but let's look at the planet, for example. Because I wrote an email recently on this. I sent it out like yesterday. Mm. Like if we're going to talk about the importance of water and high quality water, Mm -hmm. let's look at the planet. Most of the planet is made up of water. It's just oceans. Mm. If we pollute the oceans, which we are actively doing, then you're going to destroy ecosystems. You're going to kill off a lot of creatures. Um, Same thing applies to your body. 60 to like 75% of your body is made up of water. It just doesn't make sense that the highest quality stuff belongs into your... Yeah, the elixir of life, maybe. Yeah. Water, 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 water. Water is is interesting. It's like a very funny relationship. I'm feeling very queasy, by the way. Why? Because I had coffee and I put in a zen. Oh my God, not the combo. Do you want water? We got some water. I don't know if water is going to help. <laughs> Take the zen out. We, we might have to pause this. Yeah, you want to? I'm down. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We're, you do not want to see this. <laughs> All right. And we're back. So, list of coffees to avoid. Vietnamese coffee, everyone. Learn from my mistake and my yeah. pain. As you the reason saw. why is that if you have a caffeine sensitivity, which a lot of us don't know we have, by the way. Like uh, Yeah, like you, mm-hmm. for example. Um, avoid it. Yeah. Just avoid it. Go to any other coffee. Okay. Second one to avoid, Starbucks coffee. It gives you the jitters. All right. These top two just give you the jitters. It's not fun when you have a caffeine sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Take that kindly. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Water is where we left off. <laughs> yeah. Water. Okay. Um, is the elixir of life. It is 73% of your body. Meaning you need to have it. So it's not surprising that it would do that to coffee. So the extraction process is different in that mm-hmm. sense. So spring water is going to fully extract and get you that nice little blend within the water. Okay. Mineral water does kind of, it's like, it's like you're wetting and taking the residue of the coffee. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. So when you're whirling it, it's not getting that full mixture as much as the other one. Um, so there's a, like a factor of time in it. One takes obviously kind of instant. The mm-hmm. other one takes about two weeks yeah. to fully get the, the, the potential. And they call it mineral water? Well, not mineral water. It's or just, is it like just marketing? Just not spring water. Not spring water has minerals and different kinds of minerals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Because spring water is, that's usually what I associate with mineral water. So I'm just wondering if it's just marketing. Yeah, true minerals. Okay. Yeah, so it's marketing. Uh, I'm bringing this up in a, like a consumer marketing sense. That also applies to a lot of other things. Like if you look at milk, mm-hmm. like the pasteurized, homogenized version of milk, which is found everywhere. Yes. It lasts, it doesn't last as long as raw milk. And that sounds counterintuitive, even though raw milk like doesn't last a long time per se, it ages better than conventional milk. And if you just leave raw milk out for a long time, it just turns into kefir, basically. Mm. If you prepare it in a certain way, you can yeah. just use it as fermented yogurt. Interesting. 
but it does rot, of course. Yeah, because you, there's a different like fermenting. I think there's a there's a huge distinction between like, fermentation and rotting. The right conditions have to be in place. Yes, but I think essentially it's the same process. Yeah, in except a sense. taken too far. In a sense, yeah. Uh, so, but why would you want to leave milk out to begin with? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't want to. I know there are a lot of health nuts <laughs> out there who do, but I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. It just doesn't sit right. You would, right? Keep it in the right condition, bro. This is this is especially annoying to me because like the past few weeks I've been going to Mother's Market, mm -hmm. getting the normal uh, Alexander. What is it? Alexander Farms, something like that. Um, A2 slowly pasteurized milk and they keep leaving sour milk in the section <laughs> and I keep grabbing it even to the point where I look at the at the cap it's like two weeks away from expiration I get home I taste it and it's sour <laughs> and I'm like I'm not gonna go back this is five dollars I'm not gonna waste my time I mean that does sound like Zade luck to be honest but it is a waste of time and it, and it but why? What I didn't know you're you're allowed to sell sour milk. Like you're you're supposed to. I don't. That doesn't sit right with me. Even to the point where they had chocolate milk that is like big sticker, fifty percent off. The date of expiration was literally the same day. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Let's see what sense. you guys are doing. Let me just chug this right here. <laughs> yeah. Chug this in the next hour before I die. My God. Yeah, it's just dumb. It is dumb. How is Mother's Market though? Would you recommend? I think it's the best health food store out there. Yeah. I'd say Mother's Market, after that is Sprouts, after that is Whole Foods. Okay. I can see that. I know Erewhon exists, but Erewhon's just obscenely expensive, mm -hmm. and they're mo mostly found around like LA, Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Whole Foods either. Like, it's just mixed emotions with that. <laughs> you know? What? There's like, there's sometimes like, you'll walk through an aisle and everything's like organic and then you'll have like this tiny little section. Mm -hmm. It's just like Reese's and you're like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, like it's not obvious, but it's there. You get me? But even it, the organic stuff is shit too. I mean, it's yeah. Organic gummy bears. Like, Ooh, yeah, of course. I mean, but for me, I can definitely feel a difference in the digestion. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Just because you're getting the fats and stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> doesn't mean that one is like, in a sense, yeah, one is better than the other. Yeah. Higher quality. But I, even like Mother's Market, Sprouts, Whole Foods, I say 80% of the food there is bullshit. 20% <laughs> is actually stuff that is objectively healthy for you. Yeah. I mean, like Whole Foods, what I think when I think of Whole Foods, I think of the fruits and veggies section. The mm -hmm. cookies and cake section. So like the bakery. Mm -hmm. And the pizza. The pizza. And then I think of peanut butter. I peanut think of, butter? Yeah, granola bars. And then I what? think of, yeah. It's the last thing I think of when I go to Whole Foods. Well, I mean, grocery stores have really bad peanut butter, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Soy, <laughs> cotton seed, everything. Yeah. Like, so just a bunch of additives I don't like. Um, Oh. Another thing is seafood. So shrimp, especially jumbo shrimp. Get oh, you actually there. get that from Higher foods. quality. Mm -hmm. How much does that go for? Ooh. Because I know shrimp is generally expensive. It's pretty expensive. I would say like $12.99 a pound, $13.99 a pound on a good day. Yeah. I've seen it go up to like $17.99 a pound. So. Yeah. 
Now I just associate Whole Foods with like beef liver and bone marrow. <laughs> yeah, the, the cheap and better option. Oh, dude, I can get like a four month supply of That's beef crazy. liver for like dude, 13 bucks. You sent me the chart yesterday, the 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 liver chart compared to the rest of the foods in uh in in percentages of Oh, the micronutrient density chart? Yeah, the chart? micronutrient density chart. Exactly. Let me see if I deleted that. I don't think so. If you go back to my message, I think. I think you sent see. it to me. Just, just keep talking. Yeah. I'll find it. But um, it was interesting how much of a difference liver, dude, like the cheapest foods. Okay, liver. It was livers and beef liver mm-hmm. and something else at the very top. And I forgot what the percentage was. But I'll send this to you. You can put it up. Right here. Sick. I'll put it right here. But yeah, I mean, uh, let me hold up. Let me send this to you. So beef liver in terms of micronutrients, number one. I mean, in terms Mm. of like folate, vitamin B6, vitamin C, calcium, iron, magnesium, zinc, choline, potassium, vitamin A. It's it just trumps everything. I mean, mm. you can see the chart just yeah, dude, explodes. It, it launched, bro. It looks like an extended mag Uzi, like literally, <laughs> like that's it. Just has a and the next oysters, next beef kidney, uh, cheese, eggs, salmon roe, leafy greens, sardines. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like I didn't even know like General Foods micronutrient densities. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> that's it. Beats it by like eighty percent. 70%? Probably. I mean, it's it's such a, a nutrient-dense food that you can have like four ounces a week and you'd be set. That blows my for mind. For the entire week. Do you understand that that blows my mind? Yeah. I, never, I, I wish I could eat it. Like, I, I want to. Have you ever had it? No. Well, I have. It's nasty. It's nasty. It, it is super nasty. Okay. And especially raw. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I found the hack. What is it? You you buy it from the store, let it thaw, cut it up into tiny pieces, mm. put it into separate uh, Tupperware containers, glass containers ideally, and then every single morning or every single day you you want to have it, just take it out, cut it into even tinier pieces, swallow it frozen. Oh my god! Like a little supplement. Yeah, I don't taste you, it. You could do that. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. It's super because easy. The, the benefits, guys. The benefits. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, I'm gonna look into that even more. Now. You know what? Let me let me tell you a fascinating story. A fascinating story, huh? All right. I mean, it's not really a story, but okay. Once upon a time, guys. This is something I came across through my own research. Mm-hmm. Um. Give me a second. Try to try to entertain oh, yeah. them with filler entertain words. Them. All right, guys. So as Batman was heading out. Robin, you know, was sitting there robbing the place of all its glory. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman decided to hover over the city of Gotham. Really trying to escape Robin. Okay, I got it. Anyway, could- <laughs> <laughs> Story's done. So this is based off of the idea that ancient cultures had uh, a lot of wisdom when it yeah. comes to their nutrition. So here we go. The following excerpt offers one example of what the locals living in Yukon Territory in Canada knew about scurvy. Okay. A disease that comes from vitamin C deficiency. Sure. Uh, In 1930, it still killed a lot of people, a lot of European explorers who tried to explore such regions. But this is, quote, 
When I asked an old Indian, why did he not tell the white man how to prevent scurvy? His reply was that the white man knew too much to ask the Indian anything. Mm. I then asked him if he would tell me. He said he would if the chief said he might. He returned in an hour saying that the chief said he could tell me because I was a friend of the Indians and had to come tell the Indians not to eat the food in the white man's store. So this European individual offered them a sacred piece of advice because that's how they treat it. Mm -hmm. Do not eat the white man's food because it causes disease. He then described how the Indians kill a moose, uh, how the Indians kill a moose for vitamin C, okay? They open it up, and at the back of the moose, just above the kidney, there are what he describes as two small balls in the fat, otherwise known as the adrenal glands. Um, then he said he would take it up, cut it up into as many pieces as there were little and big Indians in the family, and each one would eat his piece. Mm. So through generations of like revision when it comes to hunting and understanding what parts of the animal provide what nutrients they've discovered that in you know just to avoid scurvy they can just go for the adrenal glands that's just one example of like ancient wisdom mm -hmm. that natives had and you know if you look at animals in the wild they usually go for the organs first true um, they don't really prioritize muscle meat as much just because it doesn't have as much nutrients. But yeah, just That's, interesting little yeah. tidbit. Super interesting. So it's almost like they're, it's the jewels. It's the, they're jewels. They're little jewels yeah. that we have forgotten about. Yeah. For survival, um, especially. Yeah. I remember being a kid and uh, my mom would make them and, you know, with like a side of eggs. And I'm just like, how? <clears throat> and she would tell me all the time, if you only knew the benefits. It does taste a little bit better cooked mm. with seasoning, salt. Of course. Yeah. Please. With, with, <laughs> Please. With, with something. Yeah. Mandatory. Yeah. With air, you know, just tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah. But we've spoken a lot about yeah. organ meats. Anyway, organ meats are boring. <laughs> um, this morning, I actually saw a tweet. Uh, some guy tweeted something and he was like, man, I wish I was there. And I was like, hmm, intriguing. So I opened the thread. Mm -hmm. There's screenshots. So I see the screenshot and it's a bunch of, uh, it's like this guy ranting about his neighborhood. Okay. An yeah. HOA and like his neighbors and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this man is a Jewish member of the Jewish community. Okay. So he's, he's Jewish. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of this neighborhood is Christian. So they're celebrating Easter around this time. Gotcha. Uh, generally. So the whole neighborhood kind of sent out uh, a notice saying that we're all going to decorate our houses. We're going to have an Easter egg hunt on our front lawns. This man's house is in the middle in between those houses, right? Mm. So he respectfully sent them back a letter saying that um, I do not mind like sending my children off to like, you know, attend or play around whatever. But on top of having family visiting and, and me doing that, you're forcing me to decorate, you know, my front lawn. Yeah. With a holiday that I don't approve of or I don't celebrate. You know what I mean? Understandable. So it's not, has nothing to do with me being a negative Nancy. I just, it's going to be tough for me and I don't want to essentially. Like I don't need to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, they're trying to force him now. And it, it, it feels like it's an escalating situation, but it got me to think and I'm like, how would I, what, bro, like, how do you feel about that situation? I would just not do it. For religious reasons. If I'm a follower of the Jewish faith mm -hmm. and all of my neighbors are Christian, guess what? Have fun. Do your thing. 
but I'm not going to follow it. Yeah. Why would I? So what if it escalates to something bigger to where it's like, oh, all right, you know what? We're going to try to drive this guy out of the neighborhood. In what way? Like now you're being targeted. In a sense. Targeted in what way though? In a way that you're ruining the vibe of the neighborhood. And it feels like they're taking over the neighborhood and you don't belong here. That's essentially how it turns around, right? Hmm. Is you're not participating. So we're going to kind of kick you off to the side. Do you know where this was? Force you out. I'm not sure. It is in the United States. It has to be in a really fucked up part of the United States if that's the case. Not really. Not. No. At it least could be that's a what I would, would I don't assume. know. I would, I would like to assume that it's, you know, it could be anywhere, but in a very specific, <laughs> just like, fucking like, to like you know, the type of neighborhood, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody knows the type of neighborhood. It's like Huntington Beach. <laughs> yeah. Something. I don't know. Like yeah. it's something like that. Who knows? Would you move? Would you take it that far? No, bro. I wouldn't move. I would not move. Um, it. What I felt was that this guy was a simp. The guy that was writing. Okay. Okay. He had no balls. Yes, exactly. Okay. And I don't know if he knows what he's doing even. Mm -hmm. Like he's being too nice about it. You know, when I was just like, Bro, any regulation of any sort, if you're going to like try to force things on someone when you clearly have the right not to, yeah, you know, it's going to cause issues. And I immediately got pissed from like a third sentence. And this guy's just like, yeah, I don't know what to do about this. And I'm like, dude, it's, <laughs> do you not feel uncomfortable? You, are you at all? serious? Please do something. You know, rebel. What an interesting situation. The, yeah. the very place you live. Would you not talk to them and be like, what is wrong with you guys? Are you guys like is something wrong with you? I don't have to. I don't that, even that's, know. That's what church is for. That's what somewhere else is for. That's what this is for. I don't even know you, if like, you have to talk to them. Because hmm? this is only for Easter, right? Yeah. Easter lasts one day. Yeah, but they want it to be like themed for like that extended amount of time up until Easter. Mm -hmm. Just do your thing, dude. I mean, if they make, if they make threats or, yeah. you know, step on your property and they're yeah. aggressive, then... You're now get HOA. The cops involved. Imagine HOA just is just like, yo, pay up. <laughs> yo, pay up. <laughs> what? I don't know if that could happen. No. We need that would a real be illegal we, under so many grounds. We, oh, you know what? We need a realtor on here. We need <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Ooh. That would be illegal on so many levels. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of interesting things happening. Like if that's happening, I just like to imagine what's what's happening around the world in someone else's world. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Hmm. And to think, like, even if I were to come up with a scenario of what they could possibly be going through, I would stop because I'm just like, man, I don't feel like going through that. But they're going through it. Yeah. Stepping into their shoes. Oof. Yeah. That's how you know you have a good. That applies to any experience, too, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Somebody right now is burning alive. Quite literally. Somebody alive right now is drowning. That gave me chills, dude. <laughs> no. Somebody I know, but that's actually, is in a war zone right now. Mm -hmm. It's a cool reminder to be present, to be honest. Yeah. And appreciate what you do have. Because immediately, if you, if you have that strong imagination and you imagine yourself you know, in a South situation, you will stop it. You mm -hmm. don't want to be there. Like, we certainly deal with problems. We have real problems Bro, in life, right? Like, Dan Coe this morning. What did he post? What? He saw, you saw what he posted? 
he literally put, hey, man, if you need someone to talk to, whatever. Yeah. You know, if you have problems, we all go through problems. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you do. It, someone needs someone to talk to. That's just, mm -hmm. it's just a human connection. It's a chain. Right. Yeah. But yeah, back to your point. But I'm saying like there are different levels to those problems. And it's not about comparing suffering like we mentioned previous episodes. It's just about understanding that, so, you know, some people have it worse. They have a worse situation. Mm -hmm. Like living here in Orange County is a privilege. You're very lucky, lucky to be able to be in this place. So I guess, you know, whenever you confront like relationship issues or like the death of a family member, you, you've got to always compare and contrast to other people's situations, but also understand that you're going through something tough mm -hmm. and that you, you have the tools available to get through that. Yeah. Can't forget that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like, it's laid out for you. Everything we have or own is kind of a tool. Mm -hmm. It's a tool beyond what it truly does too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool reminder to just- It's worth taking a breath. Yeah. <laughs> just chill out. At the end of the day, I think happiness is just being, being, being. It's being. It's chill. It's- Yeah, it's a spiritual philosophy. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand They just that. do. And, and you know how to be, you guys? You know how to be, right? You know how to be, Zade? I do know how to be. Yeah. Do you know how to be? Yeah. You don't dig into the past. Mm -hmm. You don't try to overthink the future. You just appreciate now for now. And you act like and fucking yeah. Thomas Shelby. Exactly. <laughs> Where's Ida? <laughs> Where's Ida? Where's it? Well, yeah, I mean, there are certain, there are certain topics that are very touching. Like... You can get on somebody's bad side very quickly. Mm -hmm. You can think religion is one of them. Mm -hmm. Diet for a lot of people is one of them. Mm -hmm. What else? Politics. Sometimes miscommunication. Literally. Like you don't understand the person in front of you. They mean something else. Oh yeah. That's, that's one that I've that's been a huge big one. time. That's a big one, dude. Because it's um, confusing. Okay. When you hear words, if someone doesn't know how to express themselves properly and you hear words and the way you perceive them are mm -hmm. negative and you're shouting back or whatever, and you're still not listening, imagine how loud they're screaming on the inside. Yeah. Being like, why are you disagreeing? I'm literally trying to agree with you, for example. And mm -hmm. you're pushing it farther. And those moments suck. Oh, big time. It's like reach into the void almost. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I think it's just you get into a zone where you live a certain way for so long that it's very difficult to break out of that zone, like to, to transform, to become a better person, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be very, or at least I have to be very careful about certain things that I'm used to, like let's say tone. I don't have the best tone all the time. A lot of people don't. So it's a very tricky thing to navigate because you, you have to try to turn the unconscious into, into conscious. And you have to watch every little thing to make sure that you're on point and dialed in. Mm -hmm. Because if you let loose even a little bit, then it can get out of control. You're 100% right. And that's what it is. We're not in control. 
Mm-hmm. Because if you are in control, you're kind of like, you're, imagine that you're not a human, you're a clock. Okay. Yeah. You got a bunch of gears and things to move and it can't stop because you are literally time. Okay. Ooh, you are literally time. You're literally telling them time. You're showing them time. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you stop, time didn't. So then there's an error. Right. Yeah. So then you have a lot of responsibility. Right. That's exactly what the human body is. Okay. You as a person, you're, you're like that. We're geared up. There's a lot of things. Right. So every once in a while, we'll have to swap out the battery. And when you spot, swap out the battery, you don't want to stop time either. So there's yeah. a very like technical way to do that. Right. There's, there's this, it's kind of like it turns into a skill almost the more you do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as it's ticking and you know that the battery should be dying very fairly soon. So you want to swap it out. Right. But you want to keep the tick going. Right. So you want to kind of count it in an like timed very well. Almost. You just be very aware of the, yeah. of the entire scenario. So timing. we haven't even switched the battery out and we're already so focused. Okay. That's kind of like how you should be viewing things essentially mm-hmm. is you're pinpointing things and you know, you're like an operating software. You kind of just seeing these things happen and then marking them as like, all right, these, everything in my life is significant. Mm-hmm. Things happen so that other things can happen later, right? Because yeah. they all stack up on, each, on top of each other. Everything tells a story. Like if I didn't buy that Pepsi yesterday, I wouldn't have stopped at the gas station saving me three minutes where I could have been on a different street. Mm-hmm. So you start thinking like that, you know? And that's how you know, like you're very conscious. Yeah. Is when you start thinking like that. Um, but you swap the battery out smooth, right? And you didn't even stop time. Like it just kept ticking as if you never swapped the battery, but now the, the clock is good to go for another year and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every once in a while, you're going to have to swap the battery, right? So are you going to be paying attention to when you need to do it? Or are you just going to wait for it to stop? And then where your responsibility has now hit and everybody knows about it and it's alerted your to boss where it's too and, late. Yeah. To where it's yeah. too late, essentially. Or are you going to always be articulate, organized, mm-hmm. and just measuring things? So you're measuring time, measuring the day, right? How yeah. many times have you forgotten? Like, what, what day is it today? Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Dude, like, do you not have a planner? You should know it's Tuesday the 26th. You know what I mean? And I forget, like, I forget, man. We all forget. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's about being better. That's all it is. And when you're being yeah. better, that's already a motivator on its own if you have the momentum down. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult because like, when you have a certain type of character, which I think we both have, we, for the most part, are dialed in. But in certain areas of our life, it doesn't feel like we're dialed in because we might not have enough experience or uh, we're dealing with new situations we've never come across. And from that perspective, it's like you get frustrated at yourself for not being dialed in because you create an identity around performance. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's such a large topic, but basically like you can't beat yourself up about this shit. Yeah, it is. It's a huge topic, dude. This has like 73 subtopics or something. Um, it applies to anything, relationships, uh, your health, career, like anything that has to do with self-awareness and then understanding the, understanding your role in creating mistakes that lead to real consequences. It's just very tough to navigate, especially when you keep repeating those mistakes and you don't particularly know why. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it's, it's a, it's a cycle that doesn't end even though you're consciously making the decision to end it. Mm -hmm. Correct. Well, at least you want to end it. Yeah. You want to end it and you feel the want and the want is stronger than the need to. Yeah. I think what a lot of people do is it becomes overwhelming. So then they just decide to check out. Mm -hmm. They just decide to quit. Yeah. Because your body goes through things because you're, it's just signals everywhere. Yeah. Your mind's going through things. So what ends it all? Going back to it. Mm -hmm. I guess awareness and just commitment are the two things. Commitment. Above all and it's, it's like, who's going to hold you accountable? Like yourself, yourself. And there, it's so confusing and it's such a large topic because there is a second voice in your head and you're training your first voice and your second voice. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. But I think to make it easier, just be more aware, be more mindful. Mm -hmm. Start there. Start there. Mindful of things, but mindful yeah. of people, objects, places, environments, uh, scents. You know, mm -hmm. pay attention to everything. Like, if I guarantee you, if you go to the mall, there's going to be different light fixtures in every store. Pay attention to those. Just look up. And be mindful about your commitment as well, because there's a huge difference between 98% commitment and 100% commitment. Mm -hmm. And I think if you evaluate what you're actually doing in terms of your choices, you'll understand that, man, you know, I'm really like, I'm in this 80% of the way. I'm not in this 100% of the way. Yeah. You can tell there's a little like, mm -hmm breadcrumbs yeah. spread all throughout your life about how you're, you're doing this not up to your full capacity. Yeah. When you're disciplined, you can see it. You can see it be like very non, it's, it's non, it's non-punishment. It's not punishment. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when you see the, when you, okay, like when you first start, this is how I'm going to say it. When you first start being disciplined, you're going to feel like discipline is punishment. Yeah. Okay. But the more lazy you become and the more you ignore it and all that, and you start to go back to your ways, right? You don't feel good. Mm -hmm. And that's the true punishment. So you get to really see what a punishment is versus discipline. Okay. Discipline is harsh, but harsh means there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas, Punishment is just purely bad. It's just punishment. You're being punished. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. Beating yourself so up for no reason. Pick which one. Do you want punishment or punishment? Mm -hmm. I think a subject that relates to this that I do want to discuss mm -hmm. is selfishness. Selfishness? And I guess the question that I have is, how does one break out of selfishness in order to become more selfless? Because my philosophy is like, you have to be selfish in order to be selfless. Yeah. And I think that's correct up to a certain point. But I want to understand where I'm wrong with that. Where you're wrong? Yeah. I mean, well, like... Because you can take the selfishness too far to the point where... Selflessness is just completely out of the yeah, equation. Yeah. So... I think it has to do with just humans in general, okay? One of the key things we need to survive, obviously, 
is love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a lot of us, like myself, for example, find it really hard to deal with that. Like to deal with that emotion in general. Yeah. Or anything to do with that because it's kind of like, um, you know, you want to be the more, a little bit more macho headed. Like stoic. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I guess. So, that. you know, it, it really stops you from saying a lot of things or jokes or whatever sometimes. And it shapes your life in a different way, like mm-hmm. in a different um, theme, I guess. But selfishness, it's just the lack of caring about others. I think the more you find people that you genuinely, genuinely want to care about, mm-hmm. it's not, hey, I care about someone. It's like you're seeking people to care about, right? It's like dating. When you date someone, you're seeking a woman to care about you, for example, or and vice versa. Vice yeah. versa, right. I think it has to do with that, but it's much deeper, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, has a lot to do with, you know, how we grew up or like how we were raised, where we were raised. Oh, that's probably 90% of it. You know, all of it. And like what has happened in your life, what has not happened, you know, so there's, you can always bring so many people to the table and there will always still be much more different people. It's never ending. So. I do think it's, it's about going from I, myself, to we as a team. Yeah. You got to see this world as a team. But how do you do that? That's the question. Do you just literally start <clears throat> to be selfless? Like community, giving money no. away to homeless people. You got to start realizing that people do things to you and for you. Mm-hmm. Out of nothing but pure, here, I'm just a good person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Those people, they're not hidden. They're there. You know, you got to find them. Okay. So a lot of us ha- ha- like must have gone through something where we were, we thought people were being good and then we got betrayed. Right? Sure. So what does that do? That destroys us. And it's, it's, it's going to create problems for the future. So it's going to shape a mentality almost. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. That's why I think, okay, when people go through a breakup and they think it's the darkest time of their life and like nothing's going to um, wake them up, nothing's going to really push them. They, you know, they're not going to find anyone else. Everything's, everyone's the same, you know, mm-hmm. all that, that dumb mentality. It just doesn't make sense. Because we, tell ourselves that we are feeding ourselves these things and changing our mentality without us really knowing it. Yeah. It's like, it's just happening over time. Okay. So you, now you, you just view the world that way, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's a piece of crap. I'm going to move and navigate however the hell I want. Right. That's a great attitude to have. If you have a sense of community, you know what I mean? Like if you have a community to rely on or like your group of homies or, you know, you know that this world has so much shit and it also has so much amazingness and great yeah right but it's all into this one thing with two halves called earth (laughs) okay that's it it's really simple Mm -hmm. um so when you navigate you just need to be able to know how to filter out people yeah people that will benefit you in business people that will benefit you in just a good old relationship people that will benefit you in therapy dude Mm-hmm. people that will anything you know and you'll see that you'll get you're gonna have like little clusters of people and that's what you that's your network yeah essentially 
you just have to make sure you foster those people and don't allow the selfishness to uh, destroy yeah, the actual relationship. Exactly. And selfishness comes from being aware and putting yourselves in other people's worlds. Just imagine their life for five minutes. Be like, damn, that sucks. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you always remind yourself, who the hell am I? Yeah. I am nobody, bro. Like, if I got run over tomorrow. world would go on. Yeah. Like, nothing happened. For the most part. And uh, again, I'm saying for the world. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, don't just think of those things. Be like, you know what? When I leave this place, I just want to leave a good mark. Because I don't know sure. when the hell I'm doing. That's it. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy that went famous for uh, basically faking his own death. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, taking all the money, change his identity. Okay. <laughs> the fucking crypto. Yeah. Netflix whatever, documentary. And then did crypto crap. Did it. Started spending millions. People found him. They were like, you liar and all this crap, blah, blah, blah. You just like basically stole all this money. Yeah. And then actually died. Then actually dies. And people are like literally pissing on his grave, mm-hmm. bro. Tell him like how much of a piece of crap he is. And pe- the family's embarrassed. No, that's not the way you want to leave You feel the me? World. Do you want to leave like that? Or do you want to leave like, dude, this guy was in the middle of writing a book that we discovered and it's going to be published next year. Whew. Boom. And it's like- got to finish it. The mind of Zayd Dahaj. <laughs> and that will be coming out, right? How soon? <laughs> But yeah, I think change is just very, it's simultaneously very difficult, but easy. Simple. Mm-hmm. Like simplicity does not equate to ease. It might be simple, but it yeah. that does not, or that does mean oftentimes that it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. You got to care. You got to care. Yeah, you just got to force yourself it's, to care it's until binary. care becomes care. You either care or you don't. There's mm-hmm. no in between. Dude, <clears throat> you know why I care? Because huh. I like seeing people smile. Yeah. That's it. Simple. Such a kind man. Exactly. If I see someone smile, that means that there was a series of events that led to this happening. And that's the mm-hmm. way I see it. Their and day's going good. Yeah. Like I can see they're, they're rested. They're great. They're having fun. Whatever. That speaks more than, you know, someone buying something. Yeah. You know? And then if, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm also like, I guess, an empath. Dude, when it comes to... <laughs> I'm a fucking empath, yeah. bro. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a giver yeah. rather than a taker. But I had to teach myself to take. That's mm-hmm. a different story. So, uh, Leo Gura has mentioned this. So many other people that have, like, studied philosophy and all that. Mm-hmm. They always mention this. And it's... Um, there's always something missing. Okay. And we're always... Seeking to... Teach ourselves something. That's essentially what you're doing when you're studying. <clears throat> In a fun way, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but taking that, that half that you don't know and really focusing on it and then bringing it in really makes you feel like a hero, a superhero, dude. Mm. Take everything you don't know and start focusing on that. It becomes insane. And then eventually you know it. Yeah, because if you've developed the practices of like how to actually study, how to read, how to take notes, and you find a good way that works for you. Yeah. That process mixed in with that is going to be beautiful. And that process never ends. You'll always know something, but then you'll stumble upon something you don't know, don't have experience in, 
Exactly. And you just keep doing that until the day you die. Because you realize that you really don't know anything about this fucking world. You do not. No. Well, and that's what you're trying I'm to I'm a PhD. To. I know something. No, you don't. No, no. You get don't. to know. Dude, that's why, in a sense, everything you're here to do is you're being alive. Yeah. Okay? So be alive. Okay? Focus on your posture. Focus on how you walk. Focus on how you speak. Focus on what you're saying. You know? Wouldn't mm-hmm. you want to do that and shape your world? Yeah. Rather than let things like handle, you know, take care of itself. No. You can shape things is mm-hmm. the goal, you know. You are a shaper of your destiny. Exactly. And if you found that important, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hope you enjoy our podcast. <laughs> our uh, little workshop here, mm-hmm. philosophy workshop. <laughs> Yeah, not bad. Once again, another conversation with uh, Mr. Said Ashore, Mr. Zaid K. Dahaj. Go ahead and follow us at Said Ash and Mr. Zaid at Zaid K. Dahaj. There we go. Okay, guys, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon now, too, apparently. What? And all major streaming platforms. We're selling ourselves on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Music. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, TikTok. Yeah, Every fucking platform you can think of. Pretty on. much. Wherever you are, we are. Go and follow us. Give us a thumbs up. And we will catch you next time, guys. <clears throat> Peace. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.